welcome to another episode of We're Not Wizards. My name's Richard, I will be your host for this evening. And tonight is going to be, it's a getting to know you show, um, because I like to, I, I get designers on the show, um, and a lot of the time we just like to get other content creators on the show so we can have a chat and find out a little bit about their, um, their kind of, I guess, deep and mysterious past. So, um, <laughs> a little, a little, a little wet. Don't don't run away now. You're caught in my web. Um, so, a little while ago, I started listening to um, a podcast called uh, Board Games in Bed, and it was by um, two ladies. A lady by the name of Kelly and a lady by the name of Becky. So they're joining me this evening because we're going to have a little chat. So, good evening, good ladies. Evening. How are you? Yeah, wow, well, good. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's good to have you on. As a as I say, I'm delighted you accepted my invitation without kind of prior knowledge of any questions that I could <laughs> potentially ask you this evening, and you'd be wondering what you've let yourself kind of in for. But we shall we shall see how we go. Because um, you've um, back from your holiday quite recently. Yeah, it already feels a long it time feels, ago. Yeah, forever ago. Yeah, <laughs> back, back to because that was because that was like your honeymoon. Yes, yeah, we went off around to America, so that's quite nice. But now. We're back and everything's back to, back to yeah, normal. Normal routine, normal jobs, normal chores. But um, that's why we have to keep going back to the pictures and the videos to remind ourselves. <laughs> How many times are you kind of looking at the videos and the pictures? Is it still a, is it still like a, just a, a quick every night thing? Well, it was, it, Becky's actually trying to edit together a holiday video. Yeah. Aren't we you, had so. all the enthusiasm when we first got back, and we were doing it every night. And then, yeah, we've not touched it in a couple of weeks. <laughs> So that'll probably take about a year to do. <laughs> I know. And the worst thing about it is that you'll be like, oh, I wish we could go on holiday again. And then Facebook's going to remind you of all the fun times that you have. Yeah. And it's going to remind you like every day for like a fortnight of all the things that you were doing and you were up to. And you're going to be like, damn you, Facebook. <laughs> it's going to be so long. Um, for people that are joining us for the first time, the um, I suppose I better say hello to the people that are listening. Hello, people that are listening. Um, the reason that we do this is quite simple. We just fundamentally believe that there um, there's simply not enough podcasts out there about board games. <laughs> and the other reason that we do this, as I said, is we like to get other people that are doing as good a job as we are, and in this case, probably a better job than we are, because they talk about board games, but they talk about it when they're in bed, so that's even better, so they're nice and warm and cosy. That's the prime time uh, to talk about board games. <laughs> Just when you kind of get that duvet warmness. Um, but I have obviously got a couple of questions about um, how you manage to, do you have like one of those tables? You know, like you have in a hospital kind of table <laughs> that comes over the top of the bed to play? Or... Uh, we, we don't. Um, when we first started recording, we actually were just doing it on my phone, like with a couple of mics on my phone. So that was very low key. And then I bought a fancy new microphone. And much mm-hmm. to Kelly's dismay, I keep trying to attach it to the bed using various different um, <laughs> like my metal arms. arms and um, I've scratched all the wall up trying to do that so yeah we're, we're still working on the best system. So professional aren't we? <laughs> just the logistics and the technical side of things you've just you've kind of ruined the magic you could have said yes yes we do we actually have a I mean a tray a a yeah that would be better like we do need a better setup but that would be great actually yeah, we could then actually play games that, instead oh, yeah. of just talking about them <laughs> 
get one of those trays that's got like half bean bag yeah. underneath. Oh, yeah, we've we got a few of those kicking there. around. We should. Um... Then we could do a live episode where we're actually playing games <laughs> at the same time. We're not doing a live episode. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> that's, that's way in the future for us. <laughs> so, um, one of the things we like to do on the show is we like to find out um, a little bit about you kind of your histories okay. with a hobby. So, as we say, we like to have a little peek back at the past. We like to have a little focus on the present before we kind of jet off to the future. So, just out, I mean, just out of interest, I mean, has your has your love of cardboard has that kind of had any bearing on how you guys kind of got together and stuff like that, or has it kind of you know? Uh, what's your kind of your history with it? Well, it was actually something we kind of got into together, um, like. Neither so, of us were in a board gamer before no. we, we got together, were we? And mm-hmm. We played. A, we had to play. A, I had a few friends that had a few games, things like Talisman and Flux and stuff like that. But as, mm-hmm. as like they were enjoyable, to, enjoyable to play, and we did play them occasionally. But it, I wouldn't say that really got us into the the hobby. Um, but yeah, like I guess after we've been together a couple of years, yeah, well, um, I suppose we were kind of looking for something, a hobby that we could share together because we had mm-hmm. a lot of interest, but nothing we were both equally as into mm-hmm. um i think probably you were the one that kind of found the board gaming hobby for us though weren't you yeah well we we bought a friend what game was it oh forbidden island um for a oh, birthday yeah. just because because we were kind of a little bit like we liked different board games but um like we didn't know the full extent of everything that was out there so we, we came across forbidden yeah. island bought that for him played it with him and then we were like we really like this let's get something similar and then we found pandemic and then we played pandemic over and over and over again Uh, and then we started sort of finding out more that there was more games and sort of discovered board game geek and stuff like that that's when you started probably i suppose looking on the internet more Mm. and looking up more of the reviews and that's how we went from one game to another really yeah and then um yeah just kind of snowballed from there is um, pandemic becoming like the monopoly <laughs> of of new age board games? Because I think I always say it's like the first thing is well, when I was when I was young, um, I remember playing Monopoly with the family and having some fantastic arguments, and then and then I went away for a bit, and then there's always some kind of hysteresis, and then we ended up um, hiding out in a bunker. And one of my mates had pandemic, <laughs> and, that, and that's what got us in the board game. And it just seems to crop up again and again and again. It even seems to crop up more than Settlers of Catan. Yeah, I think because uh, we did actually have Settlers of Catan did, before yeah. pandemic, but again, it just didn't really grab us in the same way that pandemic mm. did. I suppose that there's that like Ticket to Ride's another one, isn't it? Like a lot of people get into the hobby yeah. through that. And you really like Carcassonne as well. That's the other mm. one I think of when I think of like. I think the difference between the, having Catan and um, Pandemic was Pandemic was the cooperative game that we could play together, wasn't it? Yeah, um, yeah. I think probably that... what really sold it and won us on the board games. Yeah, it was nice having that puzzle to solve together. We did after we got it, we just literally set it up every night and tried to be, <laughs> until we beat it and played it back to back. Because it's a total puzzle. Okay, so between the two of you, do you have like a quarterback? in the house do you have somebody that's kind of like takes over the games uh, uh, not so much with pandemic but i'd say 
In other games, maybe a bit more, but I'd say we're fairly equal with Pandemic, aren't yeah, we? Yeah, I think, yeah, Pandemic we don't, but certainly other games, I have been known to be a little bit bossy when it when it comes <laughs> to these things. Um, but usually because I'm the one that's learned the rules, so <laughs> I'm like oh, explaining it and putting it through, but yeah, I, I, I can be a you bit... You do tend to have a, a quicker grasp of the game, so especially when we're first learning a game, it, we, we do generally re- like lean on you a little bit mm. more anyway, don't we, so and look for your guidance mm. in games. But yeah, I think as a couple, we're a bit of a nightmare to play Pandemic with. We've got one, one friend who has played all the games with us, or not um, played all of Pandemic with us and um, the and Legacy, Legacy version, that's it. Um, and she's right. she's like just as bossy as us. So the three of us playing together are fine. But if we play with yeah. anyone else, it's just a disaster. And yeah. they just like get left out and they might as not well, they might as well not be there, basically. Who is your, who's your um, go-to characters in kind of like vanilla pandemic do you have? We, do you know we I mean? always tend to do it random, but if if we draw the right. quarantine expert then we're just like oh not quarantine oh contingency planner there's always a groan if someone's the contingency planner but um we do very much have the go-to we always go scientist oh scientist medic, medic oper- and... is it operations expert yeah, yeah that's our dream team yeah. when we get those characters we're happy but yeah we do try and we try and do it random <laughs> more as a challenge to ourselves it's kind of like because we've played so many now if we want to like make it a bit harder is the epidemics or pick some characters we wouldn't normally <laughs> play with and that's what makes it a bit more difficult for us yeah yeah it depends on the mood of the time mm. doesn't it because sometimes sometimes i don't like to play pandemic because i'm thinking i'm potentially going to lose this i can scrape by in other games and i don't mind it but pandemic is so utterly cruel <laughs> sometimes you think yep just um i'll just go into um atlanta and oh no no everything's everybody's now dead it's fantastic thanks for that um, has, I mean, has, do you have, would you say you've got kind of differing game tastes um, between the two of you? Is there kind of like, are you kind of like a, you know, does, is Becky like a Euro, Kelly like, like sort of Meritrash? I mean, are you both a big fan of worker placement? I mean, does that kind of, is that kind of, do you have kind of differences in your kind of your main tastes that you like to play? I would say our main tastes would like, we, well, because we mostly play the games where our tastes overlap, it doesn't feel too different. Like there's there's certainly games that I like, a, a few heavier games that I like that Kelly is less interested in. And similarly, mm. there's some games that you don't like, the the higher sort of random ones. Or the flip side, I like there's a, a few more lighter games that I mm. probably prefer that you are less keen on. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think I tend to like a worker placement game, whereas I don't think that's as high on your list. I like a worker placement game. <laughs> <laughs> you you like every type of game, to be fair. You just have different, different levels of like. Yeah. But, um, I just feel like I'm tripping around the manage the managed kind of minefield at the moment. I'm just, like, I'm just going. Oh, just this area, this worker placement area looks looks. Fair. Oh no, it's lost it. <laughs> but I mean, how um, are, are you big? Are you big buyers? I mean, because you do get some people that say, right, I'm gonna I'm gonna keep myself to one game a month. Mm. Do you are you generally always kind of regularly picking up and playing games? Because you. Because what you say in your podcast is you, correct me if I'm wrong, it sounds like you get a loan of a lot of games from um, places. Not that many, really. Like, we do try and, like, 
um so we try and go to like board game cafes and stuff although there is oh. none in norfolk like <laughs> we have to travel quite oh. far to get get to one um but yeah I, I um we have a number of friends who are into the hobby yeah. so we tend oh, not really. to we tend not to buy stuff we know other people have got so we mm. do a fair bit of sort of sharing round amongst yeah. our kind of board gaming friendship group um and play mm. games yeah. that way rather than having to buy them um but I, mean, has- I think we've still got a fairly We've got a reasonable collection, I suppose, well, and we're still working through those in terms of what we've talked about on the yeah, podcast. Yeah, on the podcast, we? we're sort of like, it's making us play some of our like older games that we'd maybe not, yeah. yeah. So we might be like, oh, what should we play? And we'll be like, well, we've not talked about this on the podcast. Let's get that out for a, a game. So it has been quite good for making us play some of our, our older games. Um, but yeah, I think if I was left to my own devices, we'd, we'd, buy a lot more games than yeah. what we do but... you would definitely have one <laughs> this is something we, I think we talked about one of the podcasts like I'm the one that very much restricts and monitors our board gaming purchases and it's kind of the weighing yeah. up the, it's not always just the cost as well it's the space mm, I'd say um, that's that's a bigger like concern just we've not got the biggest house <laughs> No, I think it's amazing how how much your house becomes a TARDIS <laughs> when you start to bring in the cardboards. You go, do you know what? You can actually you measure furniture <laughs> by what what you can fit yeah. in. <clears throat> you know that's uh, that definitely. I don't know about you, but that definitely looks like a potential. That's a carcass on size <laughs> box. That is. When where is this? Uh, we're lucky enough that Kelly's dad's a builder, so um, he was able to build us <laughs> some shelves in our alcoves, and um, we've spaced them like box height apart, yeah. so we can uh, fit them oh. all in, like as many in as as neatly as possible. But it was going to be one side of the alcoves was for the board games, and the other side was for books, and then. There's, slowly the yeah. board games are creeping over the, the we book side. started off like the part we were like oh well then the party games aren't the proper games they can go on the other side with the books and then yeah exactly. <laughs> do you need your um, signed first edition Philip Pullman his Dark Materials trilogy no. it's like photo albums no, they're game. first again <laughs> they're now up in boxes yeah. don't need them anymore so. I think I know. It's, <laughs> we're like looking around the house, like going. where can we fit a bookshelf? Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's either that or say you don't like your shoes, do you? <laughs> you don't really. You only need two pairs of shoes. You don't need all these shoes. You don't need these covered covered issues. Kelly, Kelly's yeah. nodding it? enthusiastically, but not because of making more space for board games, just because she thinks I've got too I'm many like, yeah, shoes. Get, get rid of shoes. <laughs> <laughs> It's when you're um, you're you're googling how to dry proof a shed. Because <laughs> <laughs> I've seen that I've seen these guys that have got like their you know here's my built the new kind of man cave mm. extension, and what they've done is they've done the old garage conversion <laughs> which you get nowadays, and what they've done is they've emptied everything out and they've completely filled it up with Calax <laughs> kind of shelving instead, and you're just like. You're either meant to have a, a train track going on here, <laughs> or you're meant to have a vintage car. And he's like, "That no, look." <laughs> yeah, my um, my parents have recently built like a big shed, a uh, summer house. Oh, it's like, a summer house, I call it a shed to wind them up <laughs> down the bottom of their garden. And I'm like, "Oh, could can we get one of those for our house? Yeah, like, that that's pretty cozy. Cool. Yeah, there's a lot of space here, bigger than our living room." <laughs> <laughs> could we have a summer place for the board games could you have summer board games you know this is the, and what, what would you keep there this is um, we've got Takaido there and 
we've got viticulture. Or well, sometimes we bring viticulture into our house because it is a summer as well as a winter, <laughs> depending on how you get it play it. Um, do in kind of like in. I mean, how many games have you got? Are, are you? I mean, are you getting to the point where it's kind of like 40, 50, We're 60? about 110, maybe? Maybe 120? Wow. Uh, I think that's where we're, we're at at the oh, moment. I would guess somewhere around that. That's for everything from the really little box games yeah. to the big box. Yeah, yeah. I, think, I think that's roughly where we're at. But I think, I think realistically, like, that's a, a good enough size collection to, to make sure everything does get get played at least once a year that's my goal that nothing gets that everything gets played at least once a year and then if it doesn't then we look at it and think do we still really need this in our house because you're fairly prolific i mean on the the podcast there's not a week goes by it's not like i mean even if you're saying well ah we had a really really slow week (laughs) this week we only managed to play you know 15 <laughs> games this week or something like that. It's even when you came back, we were doing your trip to America. And I'm going to plug this now and say if you're not listening to board games in bed, then what are you? Stop, pause the podcast right now, <laughs> exit out this podcast, go into your search facility bit and go and search it because they do a lot more interesting stuff than what I ever talk about. It's like you're talking about on the plane, saying, oh, what kind of games could we get going on? And it was the fact that you'd even managed to plan that out. I'm just sitting there going, that was a, what am I doing? That was the top of your list, wasn't it? Things to do for holiday. What can we? What games can we take? What games can we play on the plane? Yeah, I mean, less got played than what I intended. But, I mean, we did have an amazing time. That's why. But, uh, but before we were leaving, yeah. I was like... Even looking up, like, oh, are there any board game cafes in these in these places we're visiting? And Kelly's like, going, no, no, we're not going to any board game cafes. It's our honeymoon. <laughs> the, the, fun, the funniest thing was you're rating the rooms in the hotel based on whether or not you could actually play games. <laughs> and you went, what about this this hotel? Ah, oh, was okay. The one over here, mm, we didn't like that because they only had one table that you could only put a single board on, but the one on here. And you're not actually mentioning, like, oh, yeah, well, the, the, food, the food was rubbish. What do you got? Oh, we got dry, te- we got dry ta- tacos and bread, and they threw water at us whenever we went past them. But the size of the table in that place was ab, and it was a felt top, so the cards didn't even slip. And that's what I was just. There was, it was like, it was, it was, it was. You'd had gone pure board gamer when you were basing that. So what did you get? Oh well, we played less games than what we thought. It's like you didn't actually say this is what we actually did. It was more a case of we didn't play as many games as we thought well, we was, and we based it. We do try and keep the board game podcast like we we keep the podcast of barely course. board game focused. Like um, I don't know, we just assume that people wouldn't be that interested in like our, our holiday tales. So we were like, right, we'll keep keep that focus like even when we did uh, we did an episode like the day after our wedding and even then we only talked about stuff that was related to to board games like we didn't talk anything or we tried not to talk too much about like the actual wedding it was just these are the elements of our wedding that related to to board games this is the bit you'll be interested in was there a theme at the wedding? Uh, it wasn't board games it was like a village (laughs) fate type thing but we did have um, we had lots of big outdoor games and stuff like that, and we had meeples on our cake and and things like that. Course, so yeah. it, it snuck in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it snuck in. 
<laughs> did pe- getting people to actually roll a dice to decide which table they sat uh, at? No, but we did um, give all oh, our guests a little God. secret mission that they had oh, to yeah. come through. Oh, I was only joking. <laughs> um, so on the back of their name place, they had to, um, they had, everyone had like a little secret thing that they had to do um, without anyone else realising what they were doing. So that was, that was oh. quite amusing. Yeah. But yeah, that, that had to sneak in. There was no way we couldn't do it. But we didn't want to make it all like... We were like super board gamey. <laughs> so you know, cause you, well, it's your wedding, so you could have done what you wanted. Really. <laughs> I mean, we had plenty of board gamers there as well. Yeah. So, um, yeah, yeah, a lot of people would have appreciated the, the board gaming <laughs> the theme. Touches. I think, yeah, and all the little touches. Yeah. <laughs> Just the little nods. Um, is there anything you're playing at the moment that you're finding a lot of fun just now? Uh, we just well, we've been into Star Realms for a long time, but we've just sort of discovered the app. And that is just, we're just playing that constantly pretty much <laughs> on the, on our iPhones at work and stuff like that. So it's definitely still Star Realms. Actual board games though. I think we've, we've played Biblios quite a bit just recently, mm. haven't we? Yeah. Um, cause we've been t- trying that out with some different people. Like we've played with family just recently and some like our lunchtime board gaming groups and mm. friend, different friends and that. We've been trying that out, haven't we? Yeah. Yeah. That's so that's been okay. making the rounds. But yeah, we we okay. need to get into a few more of the bigger games. Like we did recent, we did just recently play Dead of Winter. Yeah, we spent um, it on Sunday doing that. What did you think of that then? Oh, we, that that was good. It was it was grueling, <laughs> but it was pretty good. Although Kelly thinks it was too easy for. I, yeah, I, <laughs> you know, I easy. think like um, I I constantly find myself thinking we must have played something wrong because it felt like it should have been harder I, I suppose i was comparing it to when we played battlestar galactica and sometimes you just you just feel like you're not getting a break and everything's going against you mm. whereas i didn't feel that so much playing dead of winter mm. i felt like it was tough but we were kind of just managing all the time rather than the game really like being brutal to us i think it helped that we didn't have a like a hidden betrayer like that that made it a lot easier oh yeah i think that would have been the the turning point on it wouldn't it but it, it was quite apparent quite early on that we were probably all good good players weren't we and it's the dice rolls as well because i've seen people we've i've seen people getting wiped out in dead of winter within the first like half hour 45 minutes just because everybody's rolled the dice incorrectly (laughs) got bitten wiped out the characters failed the mission the morale was just dripped to zero and everybody kind of goes home crying but if you get a kind of a good runner, yeah. especially if you get, especially if you get the dog. Mm. Oh, well, actually, we got really lucky on those because I think oh, oh, we only in the whole game and we were playing like a ten-round full-on game. Um, we only rolled one bite, I think, the yeah. whole time. Yeah. But um, so th- th- we were super lucky on those di- on the exposure dice rolls. Um, but yeah, and any other time though, like it could just go dramatically the other way and it could just be wound wound bite bite or, mm. yeah and you suddenly <laughs> exactly. find you've got like loads of characters have been killed off in rounds of one yeah. and you don't know what you're going to do to get through the next round i don't know especially if your morale's getting to like your morale's kind of getting really close to kind of like zero mm. and then you look at like kind of santa claus <laughs> <laughs> So we were playing with the um, the long night expand or the long night version. Oh, right, yeah. So um, yeah. In, we were playing with all the modules, and one of them you can like build improvements. So we'd built a DVD player, <laughs> so 
so <laughs> every so often we were like throwing all the fuel into the DVD player and watching a film to cheer us all up. So I think we we got a bit of morale back on that. Yeah. But... <laughs> I wonder what you would watch. What are you watching the zombie apocalypse? Yeah. No idea. I don't know. No idea. We also all. had a, a um, generator playing Thriller for a couple of rounds, didn't we? So that was yeah, quite to a... distract the zombies. <laughs> It's only if you're standing up and dancing at the same time that <laughs> you've got kind of people's people to kind of worry about. Um, do you have the expansions for? Because we glossed over Star Realms, mm. and are you playing Star Realms online? Uh, yeah, yeah, so we've been we've been playing on um, on our on the iPhones. Yeah, um, I've played a few online games, and it's just proved to me that I'm nowhere near as good as what I thought. <laughs> I, I want to go back to just playing the the card copy with Becky because then I had a fairly good win ratio. But I've um I've been doing terrible online and playing actual other people other than Becky, so that's been a bit of a reality check for me. See, I've been doing better that's online because Kelly normally has been beating me every time, but now I've been playing other people. I'm like, oh, this is what it feels like to actually win a game every now and then. <laughs> it's just like that. Oh yeah, okay, I'm just going to link all these up and then uh, no, no, I'm going to scrap that card and then go. Well, you never. You know, Kelly never scraps her cards. <laughs> I've even been getting to the point where I've tried... Have you got your scrapping card rule right now, though? Oh, uh, the was... bases. That yes. was ridiculous, yeah. That was that was quite embarrassing when our friend was just like, what are you doing? Like, what are you doing with that base? I was like, oh, well, we've only played 30 games of this. That's fine. Like, yeah. <laughs> I, must, I must admit to... If it is confession time, because I am not one... I cannot stand in front of you and, and, and laugh at you because when I was first playing Star Realms with my son, what used to do, you know, it used to say scrap a card in the trade mm-hmm. rule. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What I used to do is if we had the rule, because we were stupid, we used to have the rule that if you scrap that card in that row, you then automatically gained the scrapping power as well. <laughs> so <laughs> he went for he went for rounds where my son was like saying he was just wiping me out because he, when he got that power, he was like scrapping the cards that were like doing six, ten, <laughs> draw another card damage, something like that. Going, this game's rubbish. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, ah, beat you again, beat you again. And it was only when it was, I think, I think you mentioned it as well. It's only when you start playing the app mm. that you realise that you're actually getting the rules either slightly incorrect or you know what you're kind of, you know what you're kind of doing. <laughs> um, <clears throat> I play online. I've actually got a battle going at the moment with um, Sean from Thing 12 Games <laughs> because we mentioned uh, he was on the show um, talking about um, Dice of Pirates mm-hmm. and um, one of the 37 shows I put out a month. And I says, I'll play you at Star Realms. And the next thing I know is like, getting invites and stuff. So <laughs> he's currently well and truly kicking my ass. So... Um, you oh, know, we'll have to get like... you on that afterwards then. Oh yeah, absolutely, yeah, definitely, definitely. I have no shame. I think we've got. A, there's a small list now of people that regularly just kind of come on Star Realms when they're feeling a bit down and low, and they need an easy win, and they just kind of um, kind of challenge us. Um, do you? Oh, there you go. Do you? Um, I should use a large squeaky voice. Um, what about Kickstarter? Do you guys um are looking at your? 110 board games you ever say do you know what we should do 
rather than go to a board game school store and hand over some money, what we should do is we should hand over some money to somebody and then hopefully get something in six to eight months <laughs> or a year's time. Well, we have kickstarted, well, I say we, I've kickstarted a few games. Um, some of them, the earlier ones I kickstarted, was a bit of a loophole because um, Kelly sort of put me on a, a buying ban. Like, no more board games, we've got too many board games, you can't buy any. So what I started doing was kickstarting board games instead. This was before I actually understood what Kickstarter was. <laughs> and then, like, these oh, games dear. would turn up, like, six to eight months later, and Kelly would be like, what's this? You're not supposed to be buying any games. And then I'd be like, oh, it's, it's got this Kickstarter. Like, I bought that last year. <laughs> right, okay. Exactly. <laughs> I'm using the. I'm, I'm, are you talking about the ban for this six months? <laughs> the, the previous six months that didn't exist. Because as far as I was aware, I was fine with that one. Yeah, I have to try and keep a mental check now of like what what's on the Kickstarter list. Yeah, don't I? but um, I I do Kickstarter. I don't. I'm not like some people. Like I see some people Kickstart like every well, you know every game a game a week basically. But um, I. Yeah. If You're I more kick, selective. Aren't yeah, you? I'm quite selective, so I like to do do a bit of research on it. But I have I've got a uh-huh. few kickstarted at the moment. I caved and kickstarted Rising Sun because I felt like I would miss out if I didn't do it. But now I'm like, oh, should I have done that? But it's done now. <laughs> There's nothing you can do, is there? I mean, once it's there, it's gone. I think. Um, I mean, I don't know. What, I mean, I'm looking at kickstarter at the moment because obviously this the people that would get on mm. and there's so many mm. out there but there's also so many of a really really good quality mm. but there's also so many that are really really expensive mm. i think <laughs> you know i think what i've kind of made the call on some of those bigger games i should this is what i should have done with rising sun is i'm i'm not it's not the end of the world to me if I don't get all their Kickstarter exclusives and stuff like that. So I I, yeah. I tend to think like if this is really going to be a good game, then it's going to come to retail and then I'll get it when it's at retail and just miss out on those extra bits. But that made it really hard when Seventh Continent came out the other week because uh, they're like, this is never coming to retail. You need to get this. And I was like... I got it's too much money. Um, so yeah, I, but for most games, I I kind of trust that if it is really good, then it will it will make it to retail eventually, and then I can get it then. Um, but yeah, every so often I get excited about one, and then I'll, I'll kickstart that. I know, but it's just that continual thing: is what happens if I'm missing out mm. on that? And it's really like the good best mm. game ever, ever, ever kind of thing. But it's that kind of thing. I don't know. I just think there's a lot of games coming out, and it's really, really difficult to decide kind of between the between all of mm. them because there are ones that don't seem to get the fanfare mm. that seem to be really, really good. And at the same time, I'm, there's some of them that are like seem to be doing really, really well, and I'm like going, "How's this <laughs> doing? <laughs> really, really well? Is it just very, 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 very popular?" Mm. Um, I don't know. I kind of th- I saw that in the last um, the last Simon one, the Game of Thrones mm. one, the Fire and Ice one. I was kind of like, mm, I can see why people are going crazy for it, but I also can't see at all why people are going crazy for it when I can get kind of Warhammer mm. instead for a much kind of kind of cheaper yeah, price. Yeah, I kind of saw that one and I was like, oh, Game of Thrones, and then I was like, oh, it's a miniatures game, and I, that's not really our wheelhouse, so I was like, oh, I'll, I'm happy to let this one slide. If, if this, one. It's, it's almost sometimes you like looking for, or oh, I'm looking for excuses 
not to back yeah, something. Exactly. I'm like, oh, it was like with Seventh Continent, like there was 10 million excellent reviews. And then there was one review that was like, oh, well, some of the cards are a bit hard to read. And I was like, well, that's it. I can't back it. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a critical failure. It's coming critically panned by at least by at least 0.7% of the reviewers out there. I definitely can and then there was that guy that had three subscribers on YouTube and he just went on a rant for 15 minutes saying how it was rubbish because <laughs> there's no way they could be a seventh there's no way they could be a seventh continent um so that was, so that's another justification for kind of not kind of not doing it um is there anything um you're both kind of looking forward to kind of at the moment that's kind of coming out that you kind of you'd like to get your hands on games okay, so wise kelly's looking at me is there anything you're thinking of well i was thinking like we're definitely going to be interested in getting the pandemic season two. Oh yes yeah definitely oh, yes. that um yeah. i think yeah we'll get that and be because it's been quite a while and we haven't played a lot of pandemic recently so that'll be the kind of pre uh th- those pre-games up to it so we'll probably play some of the mm. um the regular game just to get back heads back into it um and yeah. you know sort of get a back feel for the game again before we play that and i think we're also thinking of introducing a fourth person to our um to our little sort of pandemic legacy group aren't we so we'll have to play some trial games with him and see yeah see, see if, how he, get on. if he cuts he it and get a level of bossiness <laughs> right you said earlier yeah he might not like he might play one of the regular games with us and be like no i'm going back to my my old group <laughs> well he can be quite the rose player at times as well so we it depends whether we like his kind of style <laughs> in a cooperative game like that it's like no you can't cry <laughs> if you're gonna cry you can just get out <laughs> It'll be like the old nineteen early. It was at the late nineteen ninety song. And I'm showing my age, but the game sh- was at the film Shallow Grave, where Ewan McGregor first kind of got his break, and they're interviewing the flatmates and just ripping into them to see if they would break or not. So is it going to be kind of, kind of like that? Are you going to have trials, interviews? Is there going to be any kind of yeah, tests definitely involved, a test. that kind of thing? Oh, so. definitely. Yeah, if he wants in, I think trial games. Um, he's been. Yeah. It's particularly got a win over our. I'm our thinking third maybe player, a presentation. Well. Yeah, he'll need a presentation to win over Shirley. <laughs> yeah, PowerPoint, get that out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you just say that, just drop it in afterwards. An email five minutes before they come along, um, and and you've got to do a bit in mime. Uh, to be honest, I think he would rise to the challenge because he's um he's really into his um improv. Like we went and saw him, so he would he would I think he would love that. To be honest, yeah. We'd give him a seat, a five-minute scene on pandemic, and he'd be fine. <laughs> yeah, but then you say, "No, that's fine." But you've now got to act out a role all the way through the rest of the game <laughs> in order to kind of pass the test and see you get some, see you get some of that. Anything else that you that you're kind of looking at at the moment that you've kind of, uh, you know, the one one of my Kickstarter ones I'm, I've been waiting for for ages. Um, it's the Fog of Love. I'm really, I just want that to, to oh, turn yeah. up because I, I backed it ages ago because um, I thought it was a mm. bit, diff- it looked a bit different and interesting. So I've backed that and I've just been, uh, you know, uh, they release updates periodically and I, um, I really want that game to turn up so I can play it and see what it's like. You just want the one that's it's all the collection of letters and numbers and said, this is the reference for the boat and this is where you can find the boat. 
and then you can press a button and it takes you to a little flag that tells you where the boat is on the Atlantic Ocean or the Pacific Ocean or something like that and you're like yeah there's the boat on my game but yeah there's no, <laughs> I don't think there's anything more frustrating than that than you saying the, it starts off with sorry for all the silence guys yeah it's like alright okay so you couldn't like you couldn't like write us a message then no <laughs> Too busy, too busy spending my money. <laughs> eh? <laughs> Good at that. Um, <clears throat> where I mean, y- you're committed board gamers, but where do you go from kind of saying, right, okay, let's play, get together, um, and play on a regular basis to actually saying, do you know what? Let's um, let's record. <laughs> I mean, who was it? Who was the driving force that said, "You know what?" She's like, "Do you want to go to the park, <laughs> or do you want to go and go out and get ourselves some breakfast?" No, let's record a podcast. <laughs> I mean, is that that's the obvious next step? <laughs> <laughs> well, you you always you always say like at the start of your um, your episodes that I've listened to, like, "Oh, there's there's um, not enough podcasts out there." Obviously, with yeah, there in jest, but like genuinely, before we started, like. <laughs> I d- oh, well, I knew there was quite a few podcasts out there, but I didn't quite realise like quite how many podcasts were out there. And it wasn't until we started, I, um, after we started the podcast, that's when I joined Twitter. And then I was like, oh my God, there's absolutely hundreds of <laughs> podcasts out here. Maybe we should start now. We've already started and bought some microphones. Let's, let's keep going. Really committed. But I think you were the one that was kind of keen to give it a go, but mm. it more, it was kind of a natural progression from the fact that we, we tend to have a lot of discussions about board games and the games we played anyway. And it was just like, I think mm. what we could just record it and like, <laughs> it'd be easy. All we've got to do is just record our conversations that we have anyway. Mm. It's like, that would be an easy podcast to do. <laughs> and I suppose that's why it's pretty much stayed quite casual like it has, isn't it? Yeah. It's just us recording the kind of conversations we would have even if we wasn't creating a podcast. Yeah, yeah. I don't think there's... I think that's what comes across, which is... I don't think it's... I'm using f- fresh. But it's just... It's the fact you are just having sitting around having a natter about... It's almost like... Let's catch up with Becky. What have you been up to this week? And it's almost like you get onto like a kind of a a sitcom kind of thing. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Board games in bed. It's filmed before the live studio audience, and then it's just ca- catching in and saying, "Oh, you just beat me on Star Realms again!" Ha ha. What are we going to play this? But it is kind of like the the kind of what I like about the show, and I'm not. I'm going to sound like the world's biggest sycophant. Is that first of all. I like the fact you don't go on for like an hour and a half like I do, because <laughs> it's you're fairly kind of. I mean, was that a conscious decision with the, the the kind of the length of the episodes to keep them kind of like? Yeah, we want thirty minutes, thirty. Yeah, minutes. we always aim for half an hour, and we never hit half an hour. <laughs> and so I'll, I'll usually try and keep under forty minutes. Um, but yeah, I for the main reason was just like time like because we record it in the morning and then put it out in the evening so i need time mm-hmm. to edit it and edit out all the ums and ers um and stuff like that um so it was it was mostly time that's kind of restricted that but also just from listening to a lot of podcasts i i just find there are ones that are like three hours long and i just I, I can't listen to that. An hour's all right. <laughs> An hour is fine, it's, but it's like when it gets to, to three hours, I'm like, no, I want to listen to something else now. It is. It's when you've got that set time and you're like, because that's what I do when I listen to one, I go to work. Mm. 
and I'm driving, so I'm commuting. So if it's a certain length, it's absolutely perfect. I can put it on, drive to work, and then not have to remember that what they were talking mm-hmm. about. And you do get kind of bigger ones that you can kind of split, kind of, um, kind of like down the middle. Do you, I mean you you bring in <clears throat> you bring in topics into your mm-hmm. show? You actually talk about kind of you bring in kind of set set topics, and um, you know, um, seen the latest one, episode twenty four. Which is out just now. Sounds like it's really potentially very interesting. <laughs> it definitely is maybe because, a more heated Because <laughs> it's about now I don't want you to you know, I don't want you to start, you know, having a little moment here <laughs> if you don't mind. But sportsmanship and board games. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna leave it. I'm gonna leave it at that because we're just gonna say, listen. As I said again, if you haven't checked out the show, then go and check out the show because apparently it looks like this one is a doozy. <laughs> I also need to check out our own podcast this week. <laughs> you need to check out which bits were edited. Yeah. So I mean, that's the thing. Yeah, I mean, who I, who edits the who edits the show? That's, um, that's usually me. So Kelly puts a, a lot of trust in me and sometimes she'll be in the other room and sh- like shout through like you're not cutting that bit are you or like <laughs> but yeah I, I very rarely listen to them back so mm. um i'm never 100 yeah, percent sure what bits you've cut like our friends were joking this week based on what the topic was going to be and saying like oh you should listen back becky might like cut that so it makes it sound like you're agreeing to things you, you didn't <laughs> mean to agree to and i was like oh yeah i never thought about that <laughs> oh dear it's like the um, oh, I am going to sound old, but there's a sketch on the Fast Show where there's the couple kind of having the disagreement, and then they go, "Well, let's check the tape, shall we?" And they go up, to, they go up to a cupboard, and they open it up, and it's just full of tapes of all the conversations that they have to the day, and they they take the tape out and they put it in the machine. And then it's like, we'll find out who said that we're going to go to the shops then, shall we? And then it's like, they play it and it's like, the other person is dubbed over <laughs> that person saying the right thing. So, so, basically what we're saying here is that the final version of this latest episode might not entirely be <laughs> what you expect. You could have expected it to be. Yeah, I'll, I'll definitely be listening. If if comments start popping up for me, then that'll be the that'll be the sign that maybe it wasn't what I was expecting it to sound like. You gotta watch out because all you know is there's like a huge there's a section on the PC which has just got sound bites <laughs> of things that have been recorded. You go back and say, I didn't say that. Oh, oh, I think you'll find you did. <laughs> <laughs> Look at this. Um, but yeah, as I say, you kind of you you brought up your top your topics. I mean, is it is it just whatever kind of springs to mind? Do you kind of like a, a little bit of planning? Have you got like a timetable and what you want to cover, or is it just well, let's it'd be nice to kind of kind of chat about this this week? I think um, Becky always has like a few topics for the future in mind, but there is an element of it where something will something that we do in the week, say we're playing a game, something might kind of spur an idea for a topic. Mm. I think that particularly mm-hmm. like so this week here, there was a couple of occasions where we were like, oh, I know what we could do this. <laughs> Um, but you've always kind of got like a a couple in in the bag for if if we need yeah something, like backup ones. But yeah, it does. It's very much driven by sort of anything that's happened in the week. We'll be like, oh, that might uh-huh. make a good topic. We'll talk about this this week. 
Yeah. And then there's the odd week where we get to Friday and we're like, oh God, we've got nothing to talk about. (laughs) Quickly play some games. Um, But... <laughs> We've had friends that have. Um, we play games with uh, sort of a, a similar group of friends every week, and mm. sometimes they give us ideas for um, yeah. like the topics, don't they? And sort of say, "Oh, you, you know what you should do? Oh. You should talk about this." And I'm like, oh yeah, yeah. yeah there's, there's certainly no master plan. It's just kind of what what pops up. Yeah, in the week. Yeah. I mean, it's obviously not like me who had to have sent you meticulous show notes with a list of questions to follow. <laughs> uh, no, sorry. <laughs> yeah, that's wrong, wrong podcast. <laughs> um, I mean, are you kind of thinking about branching out then? Is it going to be, um, are you going to start getting guests on? Are you thinking, is there going to be unboxing videos? Um, Stuff like that? I don't know about videos like... We, that's where we, before we ever talked about podcasts, we always used to joke about doing a, a YouTube like channel or mm. something like that. But to be honest, I really like editing audios, fiddly enough. Like, I don't really want to get into editing videos. No. Um, but yeah, I don't know about interviews. I'd like to do interviews, but I'm just, as you've seen, I'm not very good with Skype and setting things up on Skype. So <laughs> I think I'd have to learn a bit more about that, that get a bit fine. better equipment for, for that's, doing that. That's not, that's not true at all. <laughs> and I'm going to edit that bit out. <laughs> with my collection of sound bites that I have, I have kind of something else. I think, I, I think if you've got... It's, it's the difference between... It's almost like you feel sometimes obliged to do something mm. new to keep to attract different people mm. but then sometimes you forget that the reason that you're getting people downloading the show in the first time is because yeah. of the way you were doing stuff originally so I see people kind of changing formats and trying new mm. things and it's a dangerous kind of thing. I personally have a face for podcasting. <laughs> I think if I ever actually put my put myself on YouTube um, I would probably they would do one of those takedown things just because it was me. And it's like, is it copy, is it copyrighted content? It's like, I think you know why we're asking you to take down that video. I think we sort of said as well that we would definitely have to change our format because at the moment we record, we literally record just sat in bed on a Sunday morning. Yeah. No, no one wants to see us like first thing on a Sunday morning, with bed hair. And... I feel like I feel like Markham and Wise. <laughs> So yeah, it would uh, it, it would either look rather strange, or we would have to we'd have to record somewhere else. <laughs> yeah, and then that, that would mean a change of name, yeah. and we'd have to really put a lot of thought into that change. I think so. Yeah, it just wouldn't be practical. It's, yeah, <laughs> we had our friend it's, on last week as a like a little interview in person, and that was quite nice. Yeah. to have them on, but obviously like that's not going to draw anyone like it's not a big name in board gaming industry that's going to draw people to the show but oh he'll be sad that you don't think he's a big enough name <laughs> <laughs> he probably thinks he's kind of big in the board game geek world when it comes to Battlestar Galactica exactly. I'm sorry you weren't important enough yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it'd be better not make sure they don't listen to this because otherwise you'll break their heart <laughs> oh yeah we were on we were on we were not wizards you should listen to it Really? How did I get hold of that? Um, uh, uh, no, did I say that? I said something completely different. Show something else entirely. Um, bye. Um, in terms of, as I say, in terms of, um, yourselves and the kind of the the channel. 
as I've said this already, go and you know, kind of check you guys out because it's it's I don't know. Do you know what it is? It is a very very it's a gentle show because and it's not trying to be in your face, which you kind of like because there are a lot of podcasts which is hey look at this hey look at that and there's not a big kind of attention seeking thing which is pretty which is pretty cool which is what I kind of I kind of like about it. I do have a question for mm. you though. Okay. I don't want to say. Okay. <clears throat> and you might have heard me ask this to other people, but. In the situation where there is a zombie apocalypse in a pandemic, dead of winter type styley, and you ended up wandering the city streets together, and you are breaking away from the zombie horde, you run down an alley, you see an open door, which appears to be like some kind of fire escape... And then you, when you walk into the room, one of you switches on the lights. And it turns out you're in a massively huge, well-furnished, but very heavily well-stocked board game <laughs> shop, Strike Cafe. It has new versions of games, it has old versions of games, it has first editions, it has third editions, it has every expansions. Right in the middle of the floor, right next to the rather stylish-looking um, brushed... Um, iron metallic till there is a shiny looking trolley which looks sturdy and steerable it's um it looks like it's got enough space in it to carry at least three games <laughs> now what games do you take with you you're allowed three you can have any expansions you want you can have any versions you want but what three games do you take out the out into the zombie apocalypse with you Safe in the knowledge that you will bump into people who are by themselves or bump into entire communities. But when you're asked the question, do you want to play a board game? Their answer is always going to be a resounding yes. Becky and Kelly, what do you pick? I I know what Kelly would pick. Well, my first one would be Battlestar Galactica. <laughs> probably, <laughs> okay. the, uh, probably not the, probably Pegasus. What the, the the Pegasus expansion? Yeah. Mm. Okay, okay, you can take that. That's fine. That's in the that's in the trolley. <laughs> what were you thinking, Becky? I <laughs> thought you were saying Battlestar I guess we we'd have to throw in Star Realms. That's mm. probably the game we've played the most together. Would we take Pandemic, or would we be done with Pandemic? <laughs> My third one, I think, I'd be putting up Carcassonne as an option. Oh, okay, that's going in. All right. Okay. Okay. Is Karkov so Star Realms? That's in the trolley with all the expansions as well. Yeah, sure. We've not played them. The Zombie Apocalypse is as good as Simon as any to, to <laughs> discover the expansions. But um... you love pl- <laughs> you love plenty of time. You love plenty of time. And the third one, Carcassonne. You want Carcassonne in there? Yeah, that's why I'm all checking. Right. <laughs> oh, we sounded like a little bit of hesitation. Definitely well, Carcassonne. Kelly- Always wins Carcassonne, like every time wins Carcassonne. So again, I suppose I've got the zombie apocalypse to to improve. <laughs> exactly, and it'll be a good morale booster for me in the zombie okay. apocalypse. Okay, all right, yeah, we'll take Carcassonne as well then. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> We've lost everything. We've lost our home. You haven't lost Carcassonne, though. Oh, you're right. That's great. Yeah, let's <laughs> let's go. And, let's go and play. Yeah. 
Do you have the bishop expansion? Yes, I do. Um, rivers? Yes, we've got that as well. Okay. You cheeky monkey. Um, <laughs> no, thank you for that. Um, if people have um, listened and they're wondering where they can find you on the interweb nets, mm-hmm. where can they find we you? We have got a beautiful website that's been lovingly crafted and definitely it's not just a blogger template one. Um, but that is the boardgamesinbed.com. <laughs> so if you go there, that's that's got okay. like all the... Whenever I put a, whenever we put a podcast out, I always do a little write up on there as well and put a link there, and then it's got links to oh, all our good. social media as well. But that's the best place to okay. find all our details. Okay, and Twitter, Twitter is at board games. Oh yeah, at board games in bed. Said that about a million okay. times, awesome. but <laughs> um, okay, that's cool. Well, what I'll do is I will um, I'll take all the links and I'll get any other links from cool. you after the show. And I'll put them in the show notes, so we have, um, so we have um, notes to show. Um, for anyone that hasn't listened to your podcast, can you give the very quick thirty second, forty five seconds? I'll give you forty seconds, seven seconds, maybe, as to what they can expect when they tune in. Oh, I've been pointing at. Um... You can expect us talking about what we've played in the week and you can expect us spending about 15 minutes discussing a random board game related topic. And basically just our views and opinions on those. Yeah. <laughs> so there you go. So that's uh, that's Board Games in Bed with Becky and Kelly. Um, thank you very much for coming on. Thanks for having us. Yeah, thanks. This has been a lot of fun. <laughs> <laughs> um... If you want to keep an eye on what we are up to, and we still have no idea why, but we we love each and every one of you for kind of tuning in. Um, you can see us on Twitter at We're Not Wizards. You can find us on Facebook at We're Not Wizards. We're on YouTube now. It's We're Not Wizards Tabletop Podcast. Um, if you um, like us a little bit more than that, and you'd like to maybe find us via Apple Podcasts, that would be brilliant. If you're going on the Apple Podcasts, um, drop us a subscription. Drop Board Games in Bed a subscription as well. If you like us even more and you'd like to give us a review, then, as we say, don't give us a 10, because that'll make us big-headed. But don't, don't, give, us a, don't give us a 1, because that'll make us cry. Um, give us a 5... Because it's average in the middle and we are decidedly average. Um, but the people that have not been average tonight is the rather fantastic, the rather amazing, the rather very, very interesting Becky and Kelly from Board Games in Bed. So once again, thank you very much, ladies, for giving me your time this evening and come along into our hovel of a show. I'm sorry, I should have known I would have cleaned up. <laughs> I would have at least... I would have at least tucked my slippers under the bed and picked up my dressing gown <laughs> so I do apologise um, but there's only two more things to do and the first thing is to remember that we are many things but we're not wizards are we wizards ladies? No. absolutely not absolutely not we're, um, we, like, uh, we like to have a little chat about the printed and pressed trees <laughs> I think is the best way for it, and um, and I stand up, and uh, well, they like to snuggle under a duvet. 
so there we go and the second thing to do is uh, to say goodbye so it is a goodbye from Kelly and Becky so say goodbye goodbye (laughs) and it's a goodbye from me remember stay safe roll sixes Um, yeah keep an eye out over the next couple of weeks if you're listening just now our competition for winning a month's free board game crate ends in about a week's time so get on that check it out it's free to enter um, and there's a lovely prize at the end of it for one lucky person but until the next time goodbye say goodbye ladies bye bye <laughs> bye <laughs>